And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. And today, expect mostly sunny conditions with a high on life that can only come from cruising down the road on two wheels. Kids will wave, dogs will bark, and cyclists in padded shorts will instantly regret their chosen mode of transportation. Whereas you, on the other hand, will look super-duper cool. Back to you in the studio. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. better than this guys me and dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino and kyle Krabs from the draft network and we are your hosts here on this monday episode of the show today's episode is brought to you by pepsi this football season will be different and pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the league of football watchers because pepsi isn't made for those who play the game it's made for those who watch it Pepsi made for watching football. Kyle, how about my New York football giants? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Start this show off with a couple of one and four teams or whatever. One and I, <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment of going for two. I guess my question is. It, it, <laughs> There's no justice from the football gods that the Giants won this football game. They kicked the field goal on fourth and one from the two-yard line. Um, the, the defensive touchdown that they got, what was their other – I think they punted from the Washington <laughs> 42, like Dub. up in the game. Dub. I was so mad watching this football. And, of course, these are like two assignment games for me. So, I'm like, oh, of course, I'll have one of my three TVs plugged into this game and just watch it from wire to wire. Yeah. And I'm watching Joe Judge coach this game, and I'm like, dude, get out of the 70s. <laughs> have a little bit of aggressiveness to you. And then Ron riverboated in the wrong way. Kyle Allen, by the way, is – Super frustrating to watch on a snap-by-snap basis. For sure. I don't see what the appeal is there, other than he's played the system. That's it, brother. That was the system. Jeez Louise. All right, so I, I had to, I had to uh, quick pitch you with that, obviously. But um, you, you were talking about two-point conversions and going for two, and the, the one that stands out to me from – Sunday was uh Houston, Tennessee game. And it was a situation where the 
Texans scored a touchdown late in the game. Or excuse me. Yeah, the Texans scored a touchdown yep. late in the game. To go and up they, seven. To go up seven, and they went for two, which I fully respected the decision. But Rich Gannon lost his oh damn my God, mind. Yeah. Did you yes. see him? He's pulling out the card. Every coach has one of these yes. in their back pocket. Yes. He was on fire. I don't know if it was because he was mad it was overtime, and so he had to commentate longer than he was anticipating. <laughs> but that guy was on had fire. a dinner reservation. Jesus, man. I could not believe how mad he was. I'm like, do you not understand the context here? They, they, it's they you go for the kill. You, right. you and, and do you want to know why they did that? It's because the Titans got the ball back, and we saw what happened. How about Mike Vrabel intentionally putting 12 on the field? Did you see that? Yeah, he's had little things like that that he's done now for a better part of a year. He, this is the Patriot way. This is yeah. why it's so great to come up through this. He knows every single little manipulation that you can take, right? So the context of the play was it was second and one from the 25. Three and a half, three minutes and change left, Joe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he literally, he sends an extra dude out onto the field. And the player's looking over at him like he's got three heads. He's like, what do, it's second and one. We're down one point. What are we doing here? And Mike was like, no, no, it's okay. Just stay. (laughs) And they threw the flag. It was a five-yard penalty. Stop the clock. So it was a freebie timeout. It's effectively what they did. So they're walking the line between clock control getting an extra timeout to stop the clock. And, of course, then they go down and score with four seconds left to force overtime. Well, I guess mad, we might as well mad say Mad scientist Mike, Mike Frable. Yeah, mad scientist Mike Frable, Ryan Tannehill playing out of his damn mind. I mean, legit put him in the MVP discussion. Yeah. No, I, and, there's and a lot of good candidates, but my goodness. He did that whole, uh, whole two-minute offense drive without any play action, Joe. <laughs> You know, it was a wonderful showcase of Ryan Tannehill not needing play action to uh, be an, a, a, an outstanding passer. So all credit to Ryan Tannehill. Uh, what, seven touchdowns the last two games? I mean, he is uh, he's playing on another level right now. So good for him. Another, another one of those uh, post-Gase success stories. Yeah. They're going to have a party one day, like a big reunion, you know? So he started 15 regular season games for the Titans. This is from Felix Yates. He's completing 70% of his passes, just short of 4,000 yards, 35 touchdowns and seven interceptions on top of five rushing touchdowns that the Titans are 12 and three in those games. Good for, and that's not even counting the postseason, right? Or is it? Right. That's not counting the postseason. Had the team in the AFC championship game last year, man. They lost by nine to the Chiefs. Like they, they were sort of in that game. AFC is good, man. It's, force, we were, they, they are a force to be reckoned with. You don't want to play. And the thing is, they're not even playing good defense yet. Right. And I know that, I mean, between Odori Jackson being out, Christian Fulton's been out with uh, COVID. They missed Simmons last week. Daquan, no, Daquan Jones played. I mean, they've had some injuries there. Um, and we know they're a better defense than they've been playing. So that once that gets turned around, I mean, <laughs> got to look at the Titans as a contender, man. Here, here's, they're, the they're scary, here's the scary thing of all, right? They are now one, two, three, four, they're five and oh, right? They play the Steelers at home next week. Oh, that's must-see TV, huh? But then they go Bengals, Bears, Colts, Ravens in Baltimore, Colts, Browns, Jags, Lions, Packers, Texans again. Yeah, they could be 12. They could this, be is 12, 12 this is a 12-win team. Yep. Yep. 
And do you remember in the summer we did that for this team? Like, I don't think even you and I anticipated this team was going to be this good, but we got them to like 11 wins and we're like, yeah. Ooh, are we too high here? No, we were too, we were probably too low. <laughs> when we initially went through an Adam at like 11 wins. Good football team. And they were squeaking by, right? A two-point win over Denver, a three-point win over Jacksonville, a one-point win over the Vikings, and then they have the COVID outbreak, and my goodness, they are dialed in. And, I mean, look, it was a, it was a tight win over. It took overtime to beat the Texans in Nashville. Yeah, but they the scored 80, 84 points in the last, in the two, last games. two games. Yeah, they've scored no less than 31 points in their last four games. And they, got, and they got three of their next four at home. Tighten up, baby. Good, good time to be a Titans fan. Speaking of must-see TV, you, you referenced Pittsburgh. Holy shit, this defense is unbelievably good. Yeah, they play tough, man. Now, obviously, the loss of Devin Bush, they believe he – I believe – I don't know if it's confirmed or not, yeah, but they believe he tore his ACL. Yeah. So that is a brutal loss for Pittsburgh. But we get to see Pittsburgh the rest of the way, Joe. They've got games against Baltimore twice, mm-hmm. Tennessee – and Buffalo. So we're going to get to see some really good matchups with Pittsburgh, but I think this is only the second time in franchise history they've made it to 5-0. and And they're really fun on offense because they come at you from a bunch of different angles as far as what receiver's going to blow up on what week. Right? Yeah. And Claypool last week, four touchdowns against the Eagles. Uh, he had four for 74 and a rushing touchdown this week. But they, James Washington had a touchdown. They just – they'll take their matchup. They'll pick the one they like, and, and Ben's savvy enough to get it done. And they just physically overwhelmed Cleveland. They absolutely did. What that, so that's what's interesting about Cleveland. We talked about this last week. Is that, I mean, they, they, they handled the Bengals, the Washington football team, Cowboys, Colts, right? They won those games. 38-6 to six against Baltimore, 38-7 to seven against Pittsburgh. Those defenses, I mean, just more than they could handle, you know, and, and they're probably going to be third in that division. And I mean, it's going to be this narrative. Can, can they, what do they have to do to be able to hang with those teams? Because right now they're not competing at all in those games. There is still a path for Cleveland, even if they get boat raced by the good teams on their schedule to get to nine or 10 wins still. Oh, there's no two. question. They they got the Bengals, they got Raiders, Texans, Eagles, Jags, Giants, Jets. I mean, come on, they're right. they're going to get to nine wins for sure, at least. You, you sit here and operate under the assumption that okay, we're going to get shellacked by Baltimore and Pittsburgh again, right? Because those <laughs> right. games were not close. Right. They go to Tennessee. Assume they get shellacked in that game. So that's five losses. They got Jets, Giants. Jaguars, Eagles, Texans, Bengals, Bengals again. Like, yeah, this, this is probably at 500. I'd say 500 at worst. For sure. Based yeah. on, you know, how yeah. physical they are on the line of scrimmage. And obviously they didn't have Wyatt Teller uh, this past week. And, and that hurt them a lot. Uh, they don't have Nick Chubb right now, but Chubb is probably a month from coming back and getting some of that more added juice. Uh, and depth to the run game going for them. So they got Cleveland, uh, Raiders, and then bye, and then potentially Nick Chubb could be back for the Texans game. So uh, a down game for Cleveland, but, folks, there's plenty of season left and plenty of good chances to uh, really make a run here. 
Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy, but with Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Just go to GetRoman.com slash NFL and complete an on- online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Go to GetRoman.com slash NFL today. If you're, you're approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash NFL. GetRoman.com slash NFL. Joy, I have bad news for you. Oh, no. What is it? The football power index gives the New York Jets a 57% chance of securing the number one pick in the 2021 NFL draft. 57%, huh? 57%. So what are the, what's the other winless team? It's just the Jets. They're, yeah, they're, that's it now. That's why I was so pissed about this Giants game, man. You looked at the rest of the Giants' schedule, and you're like, "Christ, where's where's the win if they can't get one over Washington at home?" But they did, so I blame you. No, I blame you. I gave you the chance to to take this <laughs> this loss. On oh, Woody this Ryder. this hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, you didn't take it. No, you. you're da- you're damn right. I didn't take it. Does Gay survive the week? Uh, yes but only because they continue to off the players who would otherwise speak out against him. <laughs> Traded Steve McClendon 30 minutes after the game. I was, like, well, I was like, what? He played Dude, like 25 was... snaps and they traded him immediately afterwards. That's like unheard of. For a 2022? Yeah, 2022 six, six and a 2020. Three seven? No, they gave up twenty twenty three seven and oh, McClendon for a twenty twenty two six. Man, <laughs> that that's literally just to get him off the team. I bet. I bet. I bet McClendon had a blow up in the locker room afterwards. I think so. He's like a big time character guy. <laughs> There's a lot of big time character guys that have just about had enough of this nonsense. So let's let's find the win for the Jets. And this is a genuine question. I'm not clowning on the Jets. They're just they are undisciplined they're banged up they're poorly coached they're not talented because they continue to do things like trade steve mcclendon and purge talent that you just can't explain you can't explain why they would make this move where's the win for the jets their next three are bills chiefs and patriots i'm not one of those you come out of the bye you got chargers dolphins raiders Maybe one? I don't know, man. And then Seahawks Seahawks and Rams both on the road. Not a chance. Pa- Patriots on the road and home against the Browns. The path to Trevor Lawrence is clear. Now, here's, here's, my, here's what we need, brother. We need him to stay in school. We need Trevor Lawrence to stay in school. Even though he's already said he anticipates this being his last year at Clemson. We either need them to be convinced that Sam Darnold's the guy and for some reason Trey it out of the pick or for Trevor Lawrence to stay in school. Otherwise – Or, or flexes his leverage. We, this is not unprecedented. Eli Manning did this. John Ooh. Elway did this. Ooh, that's it. That's also another chance. But let's, let's not hijack the week talking about the Jets, right? Yeah, like we always do. Some other good action on, on display. Uh, 
What did you think of Baltimore almost blowing this lead to Philadelphia? Um, because for I, like 43 minutes, this was like not even close. Baltimore far and away outclassed and overwhelmed Philadelphia in every way, shape, and form. Uh, I give Philadelphia some credit for showing some fight. You know, they're, they scored six points in the first three corners of this game, and they, they made something out of it um, late. So good for them. Didn't That two-point conversion play was so stupid. Oh, there were a lot of those yesterday. They, did, they didn't kick an extra point, right? They went two-point conversion every time, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't yes, know if they it did. was – they, they did. did. Yeah, they did not try a single extra point. So they missed one field goal, and then they scored three touchdowns. Yeah, three touchdowns and went for two every time. And uh, they lose by two. <laughs> did they get any of the two-point conversions? Uh, they, well, they – They must have gotten one. They, did they score a defensive touchdown? Maybe they did. Let me see here. Play by play. We'll we'll get to this scoring plays. Well, producer's gonna pull it up now. Yep, yep. Two point conversion failed. Okay, they got one. It was to Greg Ward. Yeah. Carson yeah. Wentz to Greg Ward, so they got one. I knew that. I had Wentz on my fantasy team. That was a dumb question. God, I'm so stupid. Um Yeah. I mean Philly is in a really bad way. I'd be interested to see if they sell. Do they have any assets to sell at the trade trade deadline? I think they should try. Just I mean, they're they're eighty million above the cap, so right, I mean, it, right. Take, That's what I mean. Take your chance here. Um, if you're somebody wants Zach Ertz, goodbye. Uh, what do you think they could get for Ertz? I saw somebody ask Ben Solak this on on Twitter yesterday. What did Ben say? I think he said a three and three. a young a three and a young player, like a middling player i don't know who needs know. yeah like a kamali korea i know that's a bad example but but he like he Somebody just got like that yeah he just got traded for a seven right like extremely marginal value who uh who wants Eckerts? what's a team that would like to have him <sighs> well who's got tight end injuries that is kind of fringe of competing the, the bills i think the bills uh they dawson knox is injured with a calf you can't uh, do this why i refuse no it's a legitimate team they went after greg olson didn't get him dawson no. knox has been injured i understand that but i'm telling you you can't get him i hope the bills don't trade for zach Ertz. <laughs> i just think they're it's just the financials no it just makes sense because brandon means the type of gm that would make a deal like this and there's a, there's a need and the, the bills are in it right they're but, four but, and one but you don't want Sackerts. No, I wouldn't want to take on his salary. I, I wouldn't. I want the Bills to invest their money elsewhere. Yes. So that's where I'm at with it. I don't know. Yeah, you probably get – it's probably a three. I think it's only a three, to be honest with you. I, I, don't, I don't know if they get a three, man. If you offer a three, I bet you the deal's done. Oh, yeah. If I was the Eagles and somebody offered me a three, I, I'd, I'd pack Zach's bags for him. What about like Brandon Graham? See, I think that's a player that has some value. A little bit older, but everybody needs pass rush. Oh yeah, everybody needs pass rush. And he had a couple sacks yesterday. Yeah, he looked really good. So did Clayus Campbell. 
He always like his, doesn't he? I I forget the stat they had on the broadcast, but it was like his like fifth or sixth three plus sack game or something like that in his career. He's the total war daddy. And and of course, Eagles got all their practice squad guys and and street free agents and offensive line because like Lane Johnson's out and Jason Peters is out and Brandon Brooks is out. And man, they just that's why I was so stunned that that Philly made the run that they did and scored 22 points in the fourth quarter because I said, I don't I'm watching this game too on and the one o'clock slate. I'm like, I don't know if they can get a first down. <laughs> they had negative yards through their first five possessions. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that. I didn't they, pay attention to this game until Oh late, my God. So. It was terrible, dude. They, they finished the first half with like 94 yards of offense. And that was after Miles Sanders broke like an 80 yard run. And fumbled, and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside recovered it in the end zone for a touchdown. The uh, the NFC game that I was dialed into was Panthers-Bears. Tell Bears me about are, Chicago a little bit. They're, they're exactly what you think they are. Don't beat yourself on offense and play good defense. And, I mean, they, got, they forced three turnovers in this game. Um, this was kind of a regression game for Teddy. A little bit, for sure. Uh, I mean, I just saw the stat line. I didn't get a chance. Yeah, to see a couple game. of interceptions. Um, he had some drops. I'll, I'll I'll say that. Yeah, but I mean, it, the Carolina they had some they had some bad turnovers like deep in their own territory, and and this wasn't this isn't wasn't one of those games where you could afford to have that. Uh, they kicked two very short field goals. Uh, let me see here. They were, I mean, I got to tell you how short they were 21 yards and a 20 and a 21 yard field. No, yes, dude. And that was in the first, that was in the first half. So, and it was like fourth and fourth and man, fourth fourth and three, fourth and two. Dude, it's, it's mathematically impossible to not have a fourth and manageable on a 20, 21 yard field goal. Exactly. Exactly. So, and here's the, let's make it even worse. It was a 14 play 72 yard drive that ended in a 21 yard field goal. 13 play 73 yard drive that ended in a 20 yard field goal. Ooh, and, makes- and I knew at the time, man, I'm like, this is, this is not a recipe to win this game. Like I think Matt rule was thinking, okay, this is a defensive struggle. Let's take our points, but here's, what's even more disappointing. At least on the, the second drive, they went for it on a fourth down and got it. Right. And then they got another fourth down and then they kicked the field. Right. Goal. So, so it's like, how do you kick a, how do you attempt the fourth down <laughs> from like hypothetically between the forties? And then you get down on the doorstep and you're like, no, I'll take three. Thanks, though. <laughs> this is one of those games where I felt like it was – I after the game, I'm talking to my brother about it, and I'm like, you know, this is one of those situations where I think you just have a young team with a very inexperienced coaching staff that is learning how to win, right? And this is one that they'll point to and learn a lot from. But in that moment, you, you come away with a lot of regret based on the way the game was managed. So – I mean, that's, that's what I thought it boiled down to, to be honest with you. Joe, you know what you'll never regret? Built Bar? Buying a box of the Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And guys, damn it, these things are so good. Joe, Joe's been raving to me about the strawberries. I got my strawberries on the way. So I'm excited to try that new flavor. Uh, they've got, what is it, 18 flavors the, uh, covered in natural 100% chocolate. Uh, 
they they almost eat like three musketeers bars they're they're really really good joe likens them to snickers either way whatever you want to compare them to whether you're looking for healthy snack throughout the day uh something that's keto friendly something post-workout built bar is that product for you and right now you can go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order of built bars. It's builtbar.com, promo code locked on, 20% off your next order. Go find out what all the fuss is about for yourself. Joseph. Kyle Sif. What happened to the Patriots yesterday? Well, sir, uh, first of all, Congratulations to Brandon McManus for all of those field goals. Six field goals, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting here watching this game, obviously rooting for the Broncos. And I'm sitting here, like, I know this is not how you beat New England. You, you, you can't field goal them to victory. Right, and almost bit them. Well, two fourth quarter Drew Locke interceptions with a, with a two-score lead, sir. That certainly complicated some things. Um, they, I mean – it was a it was a pretty ugly game, you know. I mean, you got four interceptions, you got less. I mean, barely three hundred combined passing yards, modest rushing output. Defense a struggle, man. But Cam, man, he he struggled in this game. A lot of, I mean, obviously two interceptions, but some just balls not not in the right zip code. I mean, bouncing in front of targets. It it just it wasn't a good game for them. They were definitely rusty. Was that what it was more than anything? Was just like rust? You could you like. A genuine question because I did not see the game. I was, I was dialed in on three separate games from from my regions, and I knew that this was the only team of my seven for my assignments I wasn't going to be able to watch on the first go. Well, I mean, it was, it was a very sloppy football game where it didn't seem like either offense had any type of sync about it. Uh, Drew Locke obviously reacclimating himself to the lineup. He's 10 to 24 passing. He hit some throws down the field, which were, were very helpful. And then you have Cam, who just was very erratic with his ball placement and had a couple of interceptions and, you know, they were okay running the football, but it was, it was, I felt like 1998 football, man, uh, watching this game and Drew Locke tried to lose it at the end with a couple of interceptions, uh, but uh, wind up, you know, I think if I'm not mistaken, the Patriots got a chance back with the ball. They did on the, on their last drive. Yeah, they got down to like the 30 yard line. Yeah, yeah. So they they had their chances. I think it was like fourth and ten and uh, incomplete pass. So um, they got behind the six. It was third and sixteen. They got it down to fourth and ten. They they converted another fourth and one in that on that drive. So uh, just I, I give. Denver some credit for their defense, right? It's a, it's a good group. Vic Fangio really knows how to call a good game and scheme it up, so good good for them there. Uh, but you know, just a really sloppy Patriots effort. And you know, you, when you know that six field goals and no touchdowns beats New England, you know that they weren't on their game. Yeah. It's, they're in a kind of a, like a, a quietly precarious spot, New England. Their next four games – the two and three Patriots. The two and three, and that's what I mean, being in a precarious spot. If you beat Denver, like, okay, you're three and two, whatever. I know Buffalo has not had success against the Patriots at all, and I, that's probably a, a massive understatement to say so. <laughs> right. But their next four games 
home against San Francisco, in Buffalo, Monday night against the Jets, whatever. But then on a short week, they have to host the Ravens. I'm guessing you're probably if you're New England, you're you're probably looking at that four game stretch and thinking, can we get to two and two here? Right. You know, and, and you'd probably be happy with two and two, right? But that's kind of the that's a New England would be happy to be four and five through nine games. Right. They're in a weird spot. And still this season, they still have to go to LA. Oh, they'll yeah. they'll they'll be out in LA for two weeks because they got a Thursday game in LA the week after they play the Chargers. They play the Rams. Cam will need to play better than he did yesterday. Yeah. It's kind so, of a weird spot to see them in. For sure. And you know, they didn't have they had they were playing musical chairs with their offensive line all game, man. I think they started with like I mean, we, there was a time where we're like Hajalte Froholtz in there, Justin Heron. Uh, they're playing Joe Tooney at center. I mean, they're playing win all. They, they were just shuffling their offensive line all game long, man. It was, I think that definitely contributed to some of their struggles. Uh, so real quick, your predictions for both games tonight, and then we'll wrap. Uh, Cardinals, Cowboys, give me the Cowboys to win that game. You think that's going to be a big 12 game or what? 31 26 something okay so you're you're digging points in this game so am i i like it bills chiefs as i predicted on lockdown bills i don't feel good about the bills in this one kansas city's just got too much depth like they lost sammy Watkins, and it's like okay we're still gonna have either either levi wallace or josh norman trying to Cover yeah. cover dudes that run two tenths of a second faster than they do. The Bills don't have the speed on defense for this one, and and like that's the issue. It'll be Josh Norman and Trey White outside. You can you can bracket some of those outside guys, but when you do that, man, you you're, you got Kelsey, and you got Demarcus Robinson, you got Pat Mahomes, yep. you got Clyde edwards lair It's just it's uh just it's it's for the way this Bills defense is playing right now. I just I don't feel good about it. Yeah, it's a tough draw. I don't blame you. All right, well, listen. Joe, do you do you need me to tap into the bullpen for ahead of the game tonight? Well, yes, I do. For, for for what? For what are we talking about here? I mean, we we typically have takes on. Oh wait. Yeah, we talked about how it. how are we going to do this? Yeah, well, we, we original. We, yeah, we we, we can't do, do it tonight. We we can't do live tonight. Yeah, we, yeah the first game ahead. starts at five o'clock. We're not doing a four thirty because nobody's going to watch it. So no live takes on takes tonight, which means you'll hear from us tomorrow morning. We yep. recorded our standard time, and that'll be uh, that'll be that. And hopefully, Joe's in a good mood. Joe's in a good mood no, no matter what. Mm, I wish I could say the same for have myself. You, have you ever seen me just really just up in myself um, over Bill's loss? Not a, not over Bill's loss. Yeah, I get mad about different things, but I don't know. Yeah. I've learned not to let my football team <laughs> dominate my emotions. Oh, must be nice. Have a great day, everybody. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino signing off. Thanks as always for listening to DraftKings Podcast. Take as little as three minutes to see if you could save on motorcycle insurance with Progressive. Come on, you've spent more time than that thinking about helmets with faces on them. I should get a new helmet. Ooh, maybe I'll get one of those ones that looks like a face with painted teeth and eyebrows, you know? Oh, that always looks so cool. People are like, whoa, is that a person with two faces? Oh, no, it's a helmet. And one face. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. 2023 Aria has limited availability. All-wheel drive expected availability early 2023. Subject to change.